Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. And I think, like, I've never been into people. (laughs) (laughs) I hate crowds. Like. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Carling. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we could have a canned Hey, Michelle. We always sound the same. I don't like it. I want to do it naturally. Okay. Oh, natural. Oh, natural, as Mm -hmm. they call us. (laughs) (laughs) Who calls us that? I don't know, but stop it if you do. Don't like it. (laughs) Um, I'm excited because we're doing just a you and I episode. I know. And we haven't done one of these in a while. In a hot minute, as the kids say. Kids these days. (laughs) Uh, But we realized the other day that, oh, like it was one... This week is sort of like a big significance for us Mm -hmm. for a couple of reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, No good reasons, but... Like, literally none. (laughs) (laughs) They're all bad. (laughs) Yeah, they're all bad. So it was a year ago. So we thought we'd kind of talk about, like, a year in review. Uh Uh-huh. Because it's kind of wild that it's been a year since the universe was declared a pandemic, in a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. And, and schools were, you know, closed for what we thought would be like two weeks. Yeah. And and yeah, it just it went on for a lot longer. And and then, yeah, I re- OK, well, we'll talk about that first because I very so I very specifically remember it was March 12th. Uh-huh. And the reason you and I were hanging out all day and spending time together was because it was the one year anniversary of Anthony's passing. Yeah. And so we like went to Costco and we just hung out and we just had an easy day. And when we went to Costco, the person at the door was like, can I disinfect your cart? And we were like, uh, okay. Weirdo. Yeah. But we're like, (laughs) I guess so. And then I remember, I think you were like, I I wonder if it's just like a flu. And I was like, no, I heard it's much more Mm -hmm, serious than mm -hmm. a flu. Yeah. And then. Well, even before that, I think. The 12th was a Thursday. Yeah. And on the Wednesday, I had gone to Costco as well. Um, just to, because I think on that Thursday, we were like, okay, you know, or uh, yeah, on the Thursday, we're like, if things get locked down, like we need to make sure that we have food and yeah. whatever, right? So I had gone there the day before just to get regular stuff. Yeah. And I remember the toilet paper Yeah, was, it was... like, going yeah fast like yeah. it was floor to ceiling toilet paper and then it just I think by the next day it was gone yeah and yeah like and then I remember being at work and talking about masks and how it's like we're not gonna have to wear masks like that's crazy yeah. and like all this stuff was just so completely like beyond our I don't know just like 
understanding, I guess, or just being like, there's no way that's going to happen. Yeah. There's no way we're going to have to wear masks. Like, do they even help anyways? Yeah. And like all of that conversation. And now it's like a year later and our normal everyday life is totally different. Masks, sanitizer. Yeah. I remember I posted a status. I think it was on like maybe the 10th or something. And it was, um, you know, some of us just need toilet paper for regular toilet paper yes, reasons. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because that was the beginning of everyone yeah. just going crazy. And like, man. And that was when my work was like, hey, we're going to shut down for two weeks yeah. in an effort to help slow the spread. Yeah. And so we were like, wow, that's crazy. And I remember looking at my office thinking like, I don't even know what to take with me. Like, yeah. Like, if it's only two weeks, that's fine. But there was rumor that it was going to be a month. Well, and the thing that was so shocking to me was, and it, that made it seem so much more real, was the fact that the schools, when they decided to shut the schools down for the rest of the year, yeah. it was like, holy crap. Like, yeah. that decision, I don't think, is made lightly. Yeah. The fact that, you know, they're like, Kate, come to the school, pick up all your kids' stuff, like, is it's over. Yeah. And so to to know that, like, that was like, okay, this is a really big deal. Yeah. And at work, our hours were cut to, like, really, I think maybe we were only open, like, five hours or something for the day and closed certain days and things like that. And, yeah, it was nuts. And everyone that walked in the door, we'd ask them, you know, have you been traveling? Have you been sick? Have you been around anyone? And I know. It seemed like such extreme measures. I posted something in my memories last year this time. That was like, you know, we're going to look back in a couple of months and say, thank God yeah. we, you know, did this temporary restrictions because now we're all over. Yes. And now it's been a year. I know. And I think I want to say that maybe the very end of February, both of my twins had um, ear infections. So we had to go to urgent care. And I remember them asking if we had traveled specifically to China. Wow. And me being like. No, I'm not going to China with children. Like, that's crazy. And it was just such a funny, like, no, of course not. Right. But that was kind of the first time I remember hearing about that question and that being like, we need to make sure that you like haven't been. Right. And I remember living through like. um, Like SARS. SARS. But what was the other one? one. Uh, No, it was in Africa. Ebola. Ebola. Was it that one? And I remember that one being really scary, like that it was, had spread so quickly and yeah. that there would be like maybe one case of someone traveling yeah. into Canada and everyone was like freaking out, but it never really spread here yeah. like, you know, the other ones did. Um, so then me kind of thinking like, oh, okay, like that makes sense, I guess. Like they don't want people traveling from China to kind of, you know, stop it. But then yeah. it just exploded. Yeah. It, it literally just went like, it just went crazy. We're here to say it's a hoax. No, I'm just kidding. JK, oh JK, God. we're not on the hoax no. again. Um, I was going to bring up, because I had a status from this day uh, last year. It was, oh, just in case anyone is worried about corona, quarantine, or running out of toilet paper, Claire has a booger and it's literally the end of the world, just in case we all need some perspective. Oh my God, Claire. <laughs> That's... Funny. That's I, so funny. Me, Lindy and I argue this, but I think I had COVID uh-huh. in January. Yeah. And that seems like like last January, January 2020. Yeah. Because I got out of nowhere. I got really sick. I mean, you and, had just come back from China. Yeah. 
I'm just kidding. Um, no, so I just got like really sick and I lost my taste. I lost my smell. I couldn't breathe. Um, I spent like a week literally just sitting up. I couldn't even lay back or for like. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was really bad. And when I went to urgent care, they had anybody with a cough had to wear a mask, which was not something that was typical. Yeah, that was not normal. Yeah. And I was like, well, this seems crazy. <laughs> and I remember thinking like, I can't breathe in this thing. Like yeah. I was just such an idiot. <laughs> and they did a chest x-ray and they were like, well, it looks like it's pneumonia. But like they were kind of on the fence about it. And yeah, so like that was fine. And then Lindy got it and the doctors said like, it's weird that you also got it because pneumonia in itself is not contagious. Uh-huh. It's like the underlying thing that gives you pneumonia. Um, yeah. And so we were both really sick for like a month. Yeah. And that's crazy. I know. So Lindy says more people would have gotten sick, but I think we've interviewed enough people where... Uh, like Emily and her husband mm-hmm. way back almost a year ago. Yeah. They both got positive, but mm-hmm. their toddler never got it. Right. And they didn't quarantine from their toddler. Right. Or next week's episode when we interviewed Jordan. Yeah. She's a COVID long hauler and she had it and her husband and daughter never got it. Right. Right. So I don't think it's like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think mean, it's reasonable to think. I think it's reasonable to think that I had it. Also, you were so sick that you literally didn't go anywhere. Yeah. When no, you, it's true. Like, when you were that sick, you didn't go anywhere. Yeah. And, like, the week before, we had just traveled back from Saskatchewan. So I wasn't at work. Like, I don't yeah. know. There were, yeah. There's some it's up for debate. You but... need to do that antibody test. Yeah, I know. I don't know how I can get it. I don't know. And has it been too long? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's funny how you said you you were complaining or saying that you couldn't breathe in the mask. And that you were an idiot. And it's like, I think you should feel okay about that because some people still believe that. Yeah, and it's I been know. a year. I'm here to tell you guys, <laughs> you can breathe in a mask. I did it and I had pneumonia or COVID. It's just silly, honestly. Some of it, I just, I understand that there's some medical conditions. I, yeah. I think a lot of it, um, too, is, you know, kids with sensory issues or kids with autism yeah. or, you know, that makes sense to me that they yeah. could you know, that they can't have something on their face like that. But I just have a hard time when people say they're exempt for medical reasons. I, like no, my I, eyes just immediately roll because yeah. I'm just like, no. Like there yeah. was a guy that came in to my work who said that he was exempt. So he wasn't wearing a mask. The next time I saw him, he was driving his car. And the first thing I saw was smoke yeah. because he was smoking in his car with his windows closed. Yeah. So if you're medically exempt because you have asthma, but you can, like, smoke, smoke in your, your car. car with your windows closed, yeah. like, come on. Yeah. Right? Come like, on. That's just ridiculous. So some of it, I think, is just yeah, an excuse. It's so wild. And we're gearing up for our one-year podcast anniversary. I know. Which is exciting. We'll do a whole other... We're planning some things for that. But I don't know. But like, the whole this... be- like, how many episodes did we have in the beginning that were all centered around COVID? Yeah, like the first... Eight, ten, ten, yeah, yeah. We're all, you know, we're talking to people who are working in industries and yeah. and things like that that are affected, and doctors and people who've had COVID, and yeah, and to, I think back then it was so like, it was just so unbelievable, yeah, because we've never run into anything like this, and to see it firsthand through these people who are, you know, working on on flights or yeah. in hospitals or you know at 
grocery stores and things like that where, yeah, it's just amazing. And, and yeah. for me, where I was working, every day it was something different. Yeah. Every day it was, these are our hours. No, we're going to shorten them a little bit more. We have to distance. You can't, you know, be next to each other. You have to spread out. Like, it was just every day there was something, yeah. something else. And it just became this really kind of, you know, scary thing. Because, yeah, yeah it's just, it was just so unpredictable. It feels less like, so everybody was talking about like COVID fatigue where like, yeah, it's like coming up on a year and you're going to get really tired of it. And I was like, no, I feel okay. I feel like we're really, you know, like I lost my job, but I got a new job yeah. and a relationship started a new relationship. Like I was really trucking along, Yeah, but I feel it now. I think too, um, the weather has a lot to do with it too, because yeah, the cold snap. Well, I think now that the weather is getting nicer, oh. like we we are now feeling like okay, like enough, you yeah. know. Let let us breathe a little bit. I don't know, but yeah. Hold on, sorry. I know you're just shifty McShifterson well, over I'm not there. Comfortable. How can I make you more comfortable? Ugh, you just spoon me while we record. <laughs> I just need to like prop my back up. There oh, okay. Go. There you go. You need to get a little footstool. There okay. you go. Oh, Do you want right, this? Right. Okay. Put this here. Now put your very... foot on this. Just being. Very needy. There you go. I got you. Aw, thanks, I got babe. you, boo. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just wild. And I think there's some, you know, so I'm like tired and I'm fatigued and mm-hmm. I just want to go back. Not necessarily to normal, though. So that brings up my point of like, there are some definite benefits that we have shifted, behaviors we've shifted to yeah. that I think only make life better, like physical distancing. Because I hate. Yeah. When somebody is in my space, I think it should just be common knowledge to, like, not crowd people. Like, you know, when you're standing in line and yeah. someone stands behind you and, and you can feel neck. their breath on your neck. Mm-hmm. I want to punch that yeah. person. Yeah. So, I yeah, I'm... I'm... I want to, like, light the magazine rack on fire. I get so angry. <laughs> or just, like, yeah, like... I just I... don't understand why you would want to be that close to... Like, wh- how yeah. you can be so unaware of other people that you're, yeah. like, literally on top of them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but there's other things too, like the um, the Christmas concert, the school Christmas concert. Yes, uh, make it digital. That was pretty amazing. And school parent teacher interviews. Oh, I heard best. Like do it over Zoom. Why are we all yeah running around? We've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. Yeah. I mean, for me to have three kids in school, um, and not have a partner, yeah. I either have to bring all my kids with me to the school, yeah. or have someone watch them. This year, I just had to, you know, you sat on the couch. I just sat on the couch. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, and the same with the Christmas concert. When you have that many kids in school, their concerts are different days. Yeah. So last year we had to, like last last year, we had to go to um the church three days in a row. Yeah, that is. Too it was many. awful. It's yeah. freezing cold. Yeah, you have to get there early enough to get a seat. Everyone I had moody, cranky hungry. twins with me because yeah. it was like 7 p.m. Yeah. It was brutal. But yeah, digital is the way to go. Yeah. And I think like I've never been into people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I hate crowds. Like, yeah. So that was kind of a nice thing. Like we just went to the pool this weekend. Yes. And we were able to rent the pool just for us. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. I think there are some definite benefit like I just don't think we should be so crowded all the time. Yeah, yeah. And we should just, I actually love one-way traffic in grocery stores. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> like, I think it needs to be better enforced. But uh, yes. 
I love when you're like walking down the aisle and someone's walking towards you and you're just like staring at them and they're staring at you and you're like, I look down at the arrow yeah. and then I look back up. I know. Yeah. But they still don't get it. And no. you're like, one of us is going the wrong way. Yeah. Here. And it's not me. And it's definitely not me. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Maybe we need a shirt that says that or a sign that we could hold up. Yeah. And I think or like even... a red light. Like we could yes. wear one of those headlamps and every yeah. time it goes red, it's like, dude, yeah, pay wrong, wrong way traffic. I think also if you're not feeling well wearing a mask... I know in a lot of uh, like Asian countries, yeah, that's already yeah, that's already a pra- best practice, and yeah. I think yes, we should all just get used to wearing masks. Yeah, I agree. As a way to protect ourselves and others if we're under the weather. Like, why not all cold and flu season? Yeah, we're wearing masks if you don't feel good. If you don't feel good, yeah. And also, I think employers are really having to take a look at their sick day policies yes you know like i don't know how many times i went to work oh yeah so sick yeah because i either didn't have enough sick days or i had an important meeting or i felt guilty or i didn't think it would be believed yep and i would be like probably so contagious oh yeah but now i think there's been a real shift in at least where we live in canada for companies to have to be more mindful of people's health yeah, I would say yes and no. I still, I, I can still see that it is more irritating if yeah. you say that you're sick and that you shouldn't be there. Yeah. And there can be some backlash and, you Fair. know, even though there shouldn't be. Yeah. Or that you can feel like I can't call in sick because I'm not going to be believed. Yeah. Or I can't call in sick because we're short staffed and yeah. everyone's going to be mad at me when in reality, that's what you're supposed to be doing. And so I think there needs to be a little bit and not the, I wouldn't say the, um, that has to be dealt with like head office situation, yeah, right? It like, needs to start from the top. There's not enough staff. A lot of places don't have enough staff to cover when people are sick. People aren't supposed to be coming yeah. in if they're sick. So there needs to be, I don't know, a shift somewhere yeah. where there's more staff available or more hours available to give to people yeah. um, when, you know this stuff happens because you know thankfully knock on wood I was sure at some point someone in my family was going to be sick yeah then we were all going to be sick and we were going to be stuck at home for two weeks yeah thankfully that hasn't happened yet knock Knock on wood wood. but it could right and then you know then my employer has to figure yeah figure figure that out right yeah and that's that's hard because um I think a lot of companies are not given the budget yeah. to have extra staff available. Yeah, but they got to figure it out. Exactly. These top CEOs making six plus figures. Who don't actually work in the place to yeah. see like how things run day to day. And the fact that, you know, the number one priority is keeping the customer happy. Yeah. And that is to the detriment of the employees. Yeah. But I do. Yeah. I think there is an overall shift and it'll be interesting when this pandemic is over in five years you know what my favorite thing is now is um when people call it like like a panera or like a uh <laughs> i don't know it's just funny uh i heard what did she call it <laughs> ellen off of tco called it a pandemic more <laughs> <laughs> just on tiktok like everyone calls it something like a yeah. panorama or a panera or it's just oh, funny oh man Sorry, I'm yawning. I'm going to try not to edit this one too much because we're kind of recording close to the wire. We are. But, so, pardon my yawn. 
You could probably edit that out. Pardon my yawn? <laughs> no, your whole yawn. The whole yawn? Maybe I'll edit it out. Maybe I won't. You're going to find out on Tuesday. Uh, oh, but then... Man. I know, it's just wild. Um, but then the other thing, so last year and then just this past weekend, we... What do we say? We didn't celebrate. We acknowledged. Acknowledged. We acknowledged the two-year anniversary of Anthony passing. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like, it was so weird because it was the two-year anniversary, but the world is such a different place. That's the way that we could acknowledge it or the way that we could spend the day um, was just very different. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the fact that we, you know, went through the first year where it's just awful like we had to uh move twice and I started work and my kids started a new school and there was a lot of like you know the kids started a daycare and everything was like new new and like hard and then right at the one year mark yeah pandemic and it's like are you kidding me it's like Like, buckle up you thought last year was hard right and so now it's like okay not only are you now working your kids in school and your kids are in daycare all of that's shutting down yeah um, you need to be home with them. You need to teach them school. You need to, you know. Oh, and your parents and friends that were yeah. helping you out, they can't come they over They can't anymore. be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So to be a single person with five children um, in a pandemic where we were so unsure of the future was really, really hard. And it definitely took a toll on uh, my mental health. I had to take um, leave off of work because of it and because... There was just no way I yeah. could have anybody come to my house to watch my children so I could work. And uh, it was really, really hard. Um, I didn't feel kind of the relief from that until school was over. Yeah. Um, and then it felt a little bit better to kind of be able to not have that extra stress. I was back at work. My kids could be outside and running around to see their friends a little bit more. There was a little bit more freedom before, you know, the second lockdown kind of hit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, and, and just trying to navigate the grief, um, during all of that and having to try to figure out counseling, yeah, doctor's appointments. Um, I, I can understand why, um, you know, mental health was, was really bad for a lot of people. Suicide rates were up because yeah. of it. Um, you know, mental health unfortunately doesn't wait. Yeah. For for things to get better. Yeah. Um, for doctors to be available or psychiatrists and things like that. So, um, that was really really difficult, and I think we're still dealing with the aftermath of that. Um, all of that mess. So, but um, it was a really nice day. Yeah, we had a really good weekend. Like we had a really good day. Um, I don't like to plan anything because I'm never really know how I'm going to be feeling. Last year, uh, my kids went to school. I took the day off work and I really didn't. Yeah. I took you to Costco. I didn't plan anything. Yeah. I was just like, I'm just going to see how I feel when I wake up. But that's um, what's so interesting about this year was like, you don't want to plan anything, but in order for us to do anything, yeah. there had to be an element of planning. We talked yes. about going to the zoo. You have to buy tickets. Yeah. We talked about going to the science center. You need to have tickets, like time tickets ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. And so there really was no flexibility in why don't we just see how you feel when we wake up. Yeah. So kind of the beginning of the week. Oh, my week was terrible. 
Monday morning, I um, went to leave the house, put like put the twins in the car to go to daycare and my car wouldn't start. Yeah. And I don't know if this has ever happened to anyone else, but like, you know, when you like go to do something that you've done a million times and it doesn't work, you're like, okay, but did I forget how to do this? Like, yeah. is, is this me? Did I forget how to turn on a car or is it really not working? And so... I had to sit there for a, a few minutes and think, like, if I get somebody to help me, am I going to look like the biggest idiot? <laughs> or is this is there really something wrong? So I called Lindy, and she was saying that she thought my steering wheel was locked because it was locked. Yeah. Um, There was no power, nothing. Like, nothing was turning on. Nothing was turning over. Um, I ended up phoning Jordan, who's um, in our family, and he only lives a few blocks away, so he came over. Uh realized that it was the battery. So then he, um, put my car into neutral and pushed it down the driveway. So he was able to boost it, which was good. So I ended up being about an hour late for work. Um, and then when I got to work, I could not get my car to the ignition or my key. Sorry. So my car doesn't actually need a key, but I was using the key in hopes that it would unlock the steering wheel or do something. Right. Um, but then maybe it was like an anti-theft yeah, exactly. Thing. But then my key got stuck and I could not get it out. I'm Ugh. jiggling it. I'm trying to pull it. I'm, you know, all these things. All and things. so I parked it right in front of my work and I went in and I was like, I can't get my key out. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to do. So I parked it right in front of the door. So hopefully we could see it just in case someone tried to yeah. steal it. Right. Um, and I can lock my doors, but it all you have to do is push the button on the outside, right, and it unlocks everything, yeah. and then you're gone, Drive right? Away. So thankfully, one of my coworkers' husbands came and uh, got the key out for me, and then I could kind of go about my day. But it's just one of those things, you know, where the week is already hard, and your mental health is already um, down, and, you know, the kids were... I don't know how to describe it. It's like this subconscious black cloud that just comes over the entire family. Yes. And it wasn't like, okay, guys, Friday's the anniversary of the day that your dad died. Like, let's all be sad. It was like, no, we were just going about our day, but you could, the vibe was just like so down. And the kids were fighting and the kids were emotional and snapping at each other and all these things. So kind of midweek, I was like, okay, I think I want to do something. I'm going to keep them home from school, keep the twins home from daycare Let's plan something. And my instinct was just to get as far away from the house as possible. Yeah. And because we are here all the time. Yeah. Especially and my, with COVID. Yeah. And my biggest stresses are around, um, I mean, everything. But like, the just house. like my day-to-day stresses are the house, the messiness, the constant just clutter and everything. Right. So. Yeah. Um, and my kids haven't been anywhere. They yeah. haven't been to the zoo. They haven't been to the science center. They haven't been to a pool, like nothing in over a year. So we were able to, um, I packed a big picnic and we went to the park in Bridgeland, which was really nice. And then we were able to rent a hotel room Yeah. so we could book the pool and we booked the pool for an hour. And that was amazing. The kids that had so much fun. That was the sweetest thing. Like yeah. it was $99 for a hotel room. Mm-hmm. So we got the room, whether we stayed overnight or not, and then we got the pool for an hour. Yep. It was perfect. And it was just us. It was perfect because there's other hotels that just rent the pool for an hour and it's more expensive. Yeah. And then you have to, you know, change there and all this stuff, right? So we were able to go to the room, dump our stuff, get changed. And, like, there's something about a hotel room that's exciting to kids anyway. So they were already, like, 
jazzed about the hotel room. Totally. And um, we could leave our stuff there, go to the pool, and then we went back and changed and relaxed a bit and ordered food and hung out, and then we went home. Yeah. It was so so fun. It was perfect. And that water slide. So much fun. I I forgot how much I love (laughs) water slides. And I'm usually like a... I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to go down the water yeah, slide. Yeah, but you did it. I did, and it was so much fun. And Anthony loved water slides. Yeah. So whenever we were at a pool, he would just constantly go down. And so it was just nice, like, yeah. to kind of have some fun and know that he would have, like, had so much fun Yeah. doing that with the kids and stuff. So Yeah, I think it was, like, a really nice, low-key, low-pressure day Yeah. to just sort of, like, have fun. It, the weather was beautiful. Yeah. Get away from the house and just do something that we, like, never do. Yeah. It was good. Um, how does your grief feel, like, like going into year two versus going into year three? Like, what is that like? So, going into year three, I feel like I'm over it. Not over the death, but just, like, I'm tired of feeling like this. I'm tired of feeling, um down and anxious and I'm tired of not having control over my mind and my body. Like I'm just done. So I'm feeling a little bit more positive and more of like, okay, I've, I've done this two years now where I am, I just, one day I'll wake up and I feel like crap and the next day I'll wake up and I'll feel fine. And I just don't want to feel like that anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to just feel like I have a little bit more control over my moods and my, um, my motivation. So my biggest focus is just working on, um, you know, I've got some health things myself that I have to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to improve like my mental, mental, mental health. <laughs> it's a combination of mental and physical. I think we just coined a new phrase. I think we did. Dr. Quinn, how do we coin this? Mental health. Mental health. Mental uh, mental, physical, uh, emotional, my kids' health, their mental health, like, that is my big, biggest focus right now. And it almost feels like, you know, when you start a new year and you're... New year, new me. Right? But... I know. I a little bit want to say, it. like, the last two years you were surviving. And Absolutely. this year you're going to be thriving. I really hate that. I'm but sorry. I Also agree. accurate. But yes, the last two years we were just surviving, but not to say that I didn't work my ass off and oh, like yeah. got a lot done and a lot accomplished yeah. and was able to, you know, go to work and still wake up and function every day, which yeah. I think is a, a really big deal. Um, and I don't think that there should be any sort of um, expectations on someone who's grieving and how long they should be grieving for and how long they should be feeling a certain way. But I do think that there's probably a time that anyone who's gone through the grieving process has just been like, enough. Yeah. Like, I just want to have more control over myself. Yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. And so that is the goal. I'm sure there's still going to be days where I am not okay. Um, I just need to, I think, take better care of myself on those days. And really kind of focus in on why I'm not feeling okay and what I can do to improve it instead of uh, avoiding it. Yeah. Because that's what I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to be emotional. I don't like to sit in my grief and 
analyze it, but I think that maybe I need to do that more. Yeah. That sucks. It does suck. But, yeah. But, you know, I just want, I don't want, I don't want to be the same person I am um, this time next year. Right. I think that's, like, valid and that's, like, a fair point. Yeah. Like, you know, you've sort of, your focus was on surviving these, like, this Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And now we're, you know, going into a different season of it or something. Well, and, too, like, the... I'll get more into it when I kind of share my story more in depth, but this whole process goes from October to March. Yeah. The amount of things that are in those months that are triggers, that Mm -hmm. are specific dates, that are, you know, birthdays, holidays, things like that. Yeah. And this is kind of the last thing. So I feel like we've gotten through all those things we've survived all those things for the second time yeah and now all of that's behind us and let's just focus on everything going forward and that there are no really big significant triggering things that are coming up right for a while right (laughs) so the universe is like hold my beer right like Seriously, but really, don't. I mean, you've gone through grief, a pandemic. Yeah. Like, I just think, I don't know. I'm proud of both of us. We've both oh, faced for sure. a lot of, I think we've that... like made a lot of changes despite the pandemic. Yep. Or in spite of the pandemic. Despite the pandemic. Uh, also, when I say that I don't want to be the same person a year from now, it that's not me saying like, I hate who I am. Right. Because I feel like a lot of things about me are good and that a lot of parts of my personality have gotten me through this so far but when it comes to um and I'm not thinking like I want to lose 100 pounds next year but physically the way that I feel in my body and mentally the way that I feel I want it to be improved right going you know this time next year yeah yeah, I think that's commendable, and I am here for it. I also think that we can look back um, this time next year of me saying that, and then we can be like, jokes on you, all this bad stuff has happened. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the cynical side of me. Well, that's okay. We all have to have a little inner cynic. Mm-hmm. Oof, this I year. Did. I did take my daughter for a haircut this morning, and... Uh, like I said, I I would think that in the last two years, I've probably cried a dozen times. Yeah. I would say less, probably. Yeah. And if I do start crying, I lock it up real fast. <laughs> like You wrap that up. Yeah. I'm like, nope, not today. Don't have time. So I was sitting waiting for her to be done her haircut, and I went through the Facebook memories, and it was the post of me saying that Anthony had passed away Mm -hmm. and all the comments underneath people saying like, um, this can't be real. Like tell me this isn't real. And it's, it would just like crushed me. And I started crying at the (laughs) hair salon. Like were you inside the hair salon? Yeah. But like when I cry, it's not like Farah on teen mom. (laughs) It's like a few tears well up in my eyes. And then I'm like, Nope. (laughs) Yeah. I can turn it off pretty quickly. So yeah, I'm, I would say an unconsolable cry. God, I don't even know how many I've had of those. Like, yeah, 
three. Yeah. Like. <laughs> and I think one of them that. was during Allison's episode last week when we were interviewing oh, her. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that was a big one. But uh, yeah, I think. Uh, and anything that com- when it comes to anything that's going to make me cry, a YouTube video, a song, I avoid it like the plague. Yeah. I will not watch it. I yeah. do not want to cry. I don't want to watch this. Like, I've stopped watching This Is Us. Like, I yeah. won't watch anything where someone's like, oh, it made me cry. I'm like, nope. Take it off the list. We need to get Tia on the show to talk about maybe is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because I think you should cry. <laughs> oh, I 100% think I should cry, too. <laughs> but. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do it. But maybe this time next year I'll be like, guys, I have cried every single day for the last 365 days and I'm feeling great. <laughs> 52 Weeks of Tears, yeah. a novel by Michelle. Exactly. Wow. Anyways. I don't know. Yeah, this whole... Just looking back on the last 12 months is wild to me. Looking back on the things I've done. I literally don't I know what this is. I was trying to be the one. I don't know, it's Backstreet Boys, but oh, also yeah. my throat hurts, so I'm like very like... Ooh. Yeah. I want to say... Tell me. That I... Would not be here without you. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I Friend. can say, uh, now I'm going to cry. Oh, no. You heard it here first, folks. Tell me, what do you want to say? <laughs> I want to say that there have been times where I didn't want to be here anymore. Oh, friend. And I wouldn't have gone through it if I didn't have you. No, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Good. This is stupid. I don't want to cry by myself. Up. No, no it's I true. told you the other day. So I'm in a new relationship. Yeah. Which is taking more of my time than not. Yeah. And I just sent and a I'm message. And I'm ready for you to be done. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm actively trying this. to break you up. <laughs> no, you're being really great. You're like, this is good for you. I'm so happy for you. But I like sent you a little note the other day, just reassuring you that like you and your kids are my priority. Yeah. And if it helps you, I will put a ring on it. <laughs> I, I mean, I will never say no to that. Yeah. I'm going to get you a nice, <laughs> a nice little piece of jewelry. Aw, that's as, so cute. And we'll have a little, we'll have a platonic friend wife commitment ceremony, commitment ceremony. <laughs> and listen i told you like when i you know i'm dating this new woman and woman? i was gonna say girl, wait but then what oh my god <laughs> this is awkward but like you are very much part of the package yes i come with a lot of animals and a lot, a of, lot people. of people <laughs> and we're all damaged <laughs> We are literally all damaged. And yet somehow I found somebody that's like, yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm into it. Sure. How is this possible? I don't know. She's awesome. I mean, Lindy, Lindy too, though. Like she was. I do find good people. You do. Yeah. None of this is to say that Lindy oh, wasn't no, no, like, no, 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 Lindy no. is still committed to Absolutely. you and your kids. Absolutely. You know, like her and Adrian. She told me the other day, Adrian on Friday when we were at the park, Adrian sent her a picture of me and you in the front seat. Oh, that's so funny. And she funny. was like, what, what are you guys doing? Because <laughs> she's in Saskatchewan. And he was that's like, really funny. He was like, I don't know, going to a park, then a hotel. And she was like, what? Like, she had no context. <laughs> it was so funny. But no, I'm really glad that, like, Lindy's still very much committed yeah. to you. And I think if anything, now we're just introducing a new really, really yeah. awesome, incredible person. Absolutely. Who, well, you already kind of knew. 
Yeah. In a weird way. In a random way. Yeah. 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 So I think. That- I knew when I saw her from across the, <laughs> the kitchen at Sate a million years ago that she was going to be my new sister-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just looked at her and you're like, yep, yep. that's her. <laughs> that's her. No, I, uh, Yeah. I'm going to be vulnerable again for a second because I know how much you hate it. But I'm just saying that I love you and (gasps) that I have never felt that way before. Like, I've never felt like I don't want to be here before. Right. Yeah. That's a really Um, scary place to be. It's really scary. And I never quite understood it before. And, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing a counselor. Everything's yeah. okay. Like, I'm safe. Yeah. Nobody can do a wellness no, check. No, Guys, no, no. Folks, I've got it under control. <laughs> <laughs> but when you are in that place, yeah, uh, you need someone to pull you out. Yeah. And that's you. But sometimes I sit in it with you, too, when it's important. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. That has been my big learning is sort of like, I think, I don't know that I have like a hero complex, but I'm a people pleaser mm-hmm. and... I don't like seeing people that I care about struggle. And so I always want to fix it. I always want to make it better. I always want to, but like I've learned the value in sort of just sitting with yeah the negative emotion with that person. I'm yeah. Like, like sometimes in that moment space. you don't need a solution. You yeah. just need someone to like sit with you. Yeah. And feel like you're not alone in it and not it to be like. Profound. I feel like people like Tia are going to listen to this and like shed a tear. Good. Yeah. You all better be crying right now, you heartless <laughs> robots. But yeah, like I think there's just a value in being the person who just like holds space and says like, I'm just here. Yeah. Like no. No pressure. No. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, not every problem needs a solution yeah. in that moment. So sometimes you just need to feel like you're not alone and that um, it will work out, but you yeah. just don't need to. Yeah, have a list of, like, when you said that you could call me a cab to get my massage, and I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm just going to, though. The cab's on its way. <laughs> yeah, you got to learn, like, when to sort of, like, force your help and yes. when to sort of take a step back. Yes, totally. I don't know. I think we've come a long way, and we've learned a lot. I think so, too. About life. And what's your face? I just, I don't think there's anything more we ever need to learn. We are just fully, we are, yeah, fully formed. Yeah. <laughs> we are. JK. JK, JK. No, it's just been like, I don't know. This year has provided us a lot of opportunity for growth. Uh huh. And like, do I wish a pandemic on the universe? No. No. But do I think that we can reflect back and say, okay, like here are some takeaways or here are some things that I really appreciate that I got the opportunity to Mm -hmm. do or focus on or whatever. I also want to say that doing this uh, podcast and talking to everyone that we've talked to has helped me. Like it's, and I'm sure it's helped you too. It's helped me feel that I'm not alone, that other people have gone through hard things and that they're still here and that there's positives and that there is still, you know, a reason to keep going. And I know some people will say, like, isn't it hard for you to listen to that stuff? Like, is that actually helping you? It's helping me Yeah. to know that they're, you know, to know that when I'm having a bad day, um, someone who's been in a horrific car accident is, you know, walking or, you know, doing their physical therapy or their, their attitude towards life is so, I don't know, like, just, it's so unbelievable to me because... 
our guests have gone through things that should just have broken them. Broken them. Yeah. yeah. Like you would think that all these things, like we would just be shells of who we are. Yeah. Right. But um, we're not. And and they're not. And they can still keep going and they can still help other people. And hopefully my story and your story can do that as well, because, you know, we've been through some really horrific things and we're still here and we can still have relationships with people and we can still be fully fun like not not well, fully functioning but like yeah. <laughs> we can still be Possibly people functioning. yeah who can get up every day yeah. and you know contribute to the world so i think that that's I feel like i just had a word that i was like i feel like oh perspective perspective if we were to i don't know i think put a word over the last 12 months you i don't would come like a- words i know but i would come away <laughs> with perspective. Yeah. Because I think this is such a dorky saying, but I say it all the time that when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Yes. And you are a giant dork. So it makes sense. True. (laughs) Valid. And so, yes, the pandemic is horrible. Yes. People have died. Like, yes, all these things. And we're not saying that like cavalierly. No, no. Like it's it's been been horrible, horrible. but I look, I try to change the way I look at it and think like what's come out of it and what have we learned and you know if this is you know the hardest thing that we collectively as a universe have to face for this generation yeah i don't think it's you know i think there are worse things in history that people right with less have had to cope yeah. with no, for agree. longer so I, agree. I, agree. I just think somebody better show up and vaccinate me asap oh i i have like a needle right here if you you I've heard been it here, folks. You fo- you've heard it here first, folks. I'm getting vaccinated live on the air. I have no medical treatment. No. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something else. I think perspective is really good because I think that if we, um, I mean, I remember being younger and you know having friends of mine who have lost children mm-hmm. or who have lost spouses and. That concept can be so foreign that in your mind, you think if that ever happened to me, I would never get up again. I could never go on. I could never go back to work. I could never do these things. And all of it is so like just an unbelievable concept. Yeah. But you see these people every day that are getting up, that are going on, that are, you know, contributing to society, that are helping other people, that are, you know... That they can still go on, and yeah. it it's really inspirational. I think perspective and inspiration. There we go. Resilience. Resil- <laughs> we're just gonna just start, start a whole mood board, and we're gonna yeah. put all those words on there, even though I'm we don't make like some them. Motivational boards with some nice pictures on it. You know that I hate all of that stuff. The only one that I like is the cat that hangs from the. <laughs> My dad had that in his office when I was a kid. Of course he of did. Of course he did. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I think let's carry on with our day. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. And <laughs> we can't go sledding now because all the snow's melted. I know. We went one time and we're oh, like, we're going to go so sledding. Fun. And that's it. It was so fun. We're going to go... We're gonna have to go down more water slides. Yes. That'll be okay. That should be our goal for this year. More water More slides. More water slides. Water slides equal fun. Fun people equal happiness. Happiness equals happy people do not kill their husbands. Yeah. As we've learned on Legally Blonde. Oh, I was like, what? 
Yeah. Happiness is the key. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Guys, have a fantastic day. Don't forget to follow us on um, all the social medias at I did not sign up for this. We also have Patreon where you can now get over 26 episodes bonus episodes um and we talk kind of a little bit about everything our yeah. own personal stories right now we are we've got episodes one to four of carling's story yikes and there's going to be more episodes and, and we literally just had more some tea more tea as of yesterday oh boy and so this will be not this not this upcoming friday next friday yeah. we're going to be adding to that because oh boy yeah you know never ends uh anyway that's that. So join us over on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash I did not sign up for this. We also have merch. Yes. People have been getting it and it's so cute. So Tia's cute. dog just got a bandana. Oh, the so water bottles cute. are cute. The totes. The totes. So you can find the link to that on our website at I did not sign up for this .ca. Also, if we've ever said anything where you're like, that should be on a t-shirt, tell us and we'll put it on a t-shirt. Literally. <laughs> tell us. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you later. Bye. We'll talk to you later. Bye.